Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 101. Woo, and happy uh, July, happy um, halfway through 2020 also. Yep, midsummer too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, yeah, we're almost mid-July. How was your week, Brian? Uh, it was good. I uh, Last we spoke on the podcast, I was looking up uh, various HelloFresh uh, meals I could start off with, and I the best... The best uh, pack was just to do three at a time, so I'm just going to do three and then see how that goes and uh, maybe or maybe not continue. So I selected my three meals that should arrive on the 17th. I believe that's next Friday. Yes, next Friday. Uh, so I'm just going to list them off to you right now, Barry. <laughs> in case you were wondering what Brian will be eating the following yes, week. In case you're, yeah, in case you're wondering what I'll at least be attempting to make the following week. Okay, so we're starting off with some creamy parmesan chicken spaghetti Mm -hmm. uh with roasted tomatoes and fresh herbs did you almost say herbs (laughs) i almost did say herbs but you know we're done here (laughs) uh that sounds good you know you can't have a meal without making spaghetti (laughs) so that one shouldn't be too bad uh because you know it's spaghetti but you know maybe the parmesan chicken will prove uh problematic who knows so then i have barbecue pork burgers that one seems the easiest looks like you're just throwing a patty on like you know whatever you're gonna heat up heat it up with um there's some potato wedges as well so that's just like you know throw it in the oven (laughs) maybe we'll see uh and then of course uh last we got chickpea tinga tinga tacos i have no idea how to pronounce that but it's uh we're making some tacos with some peppers jack uh monterey uh jack cheese and lime lime crema so that is that's what I'm gonna be at least attempting to make. Uh not next week. I'll be I'll getting it I'm getting it next Friday, but the week after that, that's gonna be my uh my adventure. And uh so hopefully the, I don't burn the down week the week of uh <laughs> July seventeenth through the twenty fourth. If you're making dinner, mm-hmm. just think of Brian as he probably is making one of those meals. Yes, exactly. And you know, steam and smoke is just billowing from my, my kitchen. No, let's I'm just hope kidding. Not. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. What else is uh, new? But, um, let's see. So I also got a haircut and, you know, it was, it was certainly something. <laughs> so weren't you there for like three hours? Okay. So the haircut was originally scheduled at one thirty, Uh, and the, the person wasn't ready to basically give the haircut cause they have to like let other people out before you can go in. There's like a minimum amount of people that are allowed in. Mm-hmm. And the person before me was still getting their haircut. So I was like, okay, I have to wait outside. Uh, so I did that. And luckily it was a nice day. Um, so eventually, so it start, So I was, it was originally scheduled at 1.30. Started at around 2.15. So I was like waiting around for like 45 minutes. But you know, it was okay. Because I needed to walk anyways. <laughs> uh, so... Then I just asked, you know what, just give me a straight up buzz cut. <laughs> Worst decision of my life, Mary. Holy crap. I did not realize. I completely forgot. I used to get buzz cuts a lot as a kid, but I don't know if my hair thinned or like it's always been like a like 0.2 inches worth of hair. But I have like no hair now. <laughs> so luckily I'm not doing anything where anyone's going to see me. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm just praying, praying, praying that my hair grows back at, you know, a fast pace. Because right now, you could see literally the top of my head. 
It's scary, Mary. This has never happened. Oh, well. That I can remember, at least. I mean, but, your, your hair, your, then you won't have to get a haircut for an extra, like, month. So you're fine. No, I'm probably not going to get a haircut for, like, half a year. Let that's good. You, you <laughs> saved a lot of money right there. Yeah, that's true. I did save some money. But you know what? I'd rather spend the extra, split the haircuts up into two instead of just one extremely low-cut haircut. But this but, is, you've, you've oh, now God. lived in Washington for almost a third of the year and mm-hmm. this is the first haircut you've been able to get yes so, that's true so yeah. who knows when the next would, would be available if uh you know if you know barbershops have to close down or not so it was a good idea just to get a haircut this low i don't know barry i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> it was giving me anxiety when they took the razor i'm like oh my god this is scary <laughs> okay anyways uh so that's that's my week uh you know getting some uh hello fresh meals and getting a haircut Nothing else is that exciting. Uh, how about you? Anything uh, interesting for you this week? Um, well, yesterday I helped you set up your AC uh, wind, like thing in the sliding glass oh, door. Oh, that's right. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> because Brian's apartment has been like 80 degrees, and he bought a sliding glass door kit, and it was the wrong size hole, and so they had to wait like another week. I know. It was, but it was the other one came in, but... and then I helped him set it up, and so... Thank goodness. Yep, it works. It works like a charm. AC. And now my apartment is 68, 69 degrees. Wow. Mine's 72 right now. There you go. So living living the cool life now. (laughs) That's good. And then let's see what else. Uh, Went on a walk around Green Lake this week. Um, So I told Brian and I both went together and I told him it was, what, 2.8 miles around in a circle and then he at one point was like what if you know we go past the certain point he looks it up and um on his phone to see where we parked the car to make sure we didn't like walk past it and um he accidentally had directions to his apartment and it said it would take him a very long time to walk back so he's like like an hour he like like freaked out and i'm like no it's really 10 miles and he like he was freaking out he's like i you're like i can't yeah, I, I literally thought this. you tricked me into, like, walking, like, a 10-mile walk around, like, Green Lake. Because I have no idea how big Green Lake is. <laughs> but thank goodness you were just joking because that was, that was scary. Because <laughs> you were like, Mary, why is this saying that it's going to take another hour and a half to finish? And I was like, it's 10 miles. And then <laughs> the, fa- the look on your face. Hilarious. Yeah, I was scared. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention this week is uh, Chip has a new song that came out called mm-hmm. Spaces. And it came out last night, and it was very good. Um, it's on Spotify and Apple Music and anywhere else you listen to music. And um, two of the lines that I appreciate, he mentions the Mariners in it. And then he also mentions um, our first car, uh, the Jetta. And so that was very good. It's different sound than his other songs, so I appreciated it. But now we're going to talk about a few different things in this episode we're going to talk about um, Washington facts. We've gone over Seattle-specific facts, but now Washington facts. Um, this uh, woman who's trying to trade herself up from a bobby pin to a house. Um, how the MLB is trying to engage fans in this, you know, fanless season. No one's yeah. going to be able to go to a baseball games. And then lastly, how the pandemic is changing fashion and beauty trends. Which yeah, that one it's should be pretty funny. To talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, first, we'll go over some Washington facts. So, some popular games 
Uh, Pictionary, pickleball, and cranium were all invented in Washington, which I didn't know any of those were invented here. Uh, Washington is home to four of the five longest floating bridges in the world. The Evergreen Point Floating Bridge, Lacey V. Murrow Memorial Bridge, Homer M. Hadley Bridge over Lake Washington, and the Hood Canal Bridge connecting the Olympic and Kitsap Peninsulas. Which I didn't know that (laughs) they were like the longest floating bridges in the world. The percentage of non-religious people in Washington is the highest of any state, and church membership is among the lowest of all states, which I also didn't know. Um, the six largest reported ancestries in Washington are German, 18.7%, English, 12%, Irish, 11.4%, Norwegian, 6.2%, Mexican, 5.6%, and Filipino, 3.7%. Um, during World War II, Seattle was the point of departure for many soldiers in the Pacific, a number of which were quartered at Golden Gardens Park, which is like super close to where we live. <laughs> Yes. Which I had no idea. Um, The forests of the Olympic Peninsula are among the rainiest places in the world and are the only rainforests, such as the Ho Rainforest, in the continental United States. Um, Puget Sound's many islands are served by the largest ferry fleet in the United States. I didn't know that. Um, Spokane was the smallest city in size to host a World's Fair in 1974. I did know that one. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Um, The world's first soft serve ice cream machine was located in an Olympia Dairy Queen, which I didn't know. Uh, Washington State Capitol Building was the last state capitol building to be built with a rotunda. Interesting. Um, Two more. Seattle is home to the first revolving restaurant, which was at the Space Needle in 1961. It's the rotation part is still there, but they don't have the restaurant on it um and then lastly washington state has more glaciers than the other 47 um mainland states combined not crazy yeah that's that is pretty crazy (laughs) yeah so i mean now you've lived here for a third of the year what are do you have any like i mean i guess you lived in spokane for a while but now that you're like fully living here have you Mm -hmm. come to realize anything about the state of washington uh, I didn't realize how much water, like, lakes were just surrounding Seattle. <laughs> like, I always knew that, like, we're not even, like, touching the ocean, but there's still so many uh, different bodies of water in this area. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be my big uh, observation. Uh, let's see, what else? You do have some nice summers. I've never really completely spent time in Seattle. Uh, during the summer, I did it for like a day or two, and so, most of the days actually like, you know, it was a rainy day, and I'm like, ah, oh, classic Seattle. <laughs> but no, most of the time during the summer, it's pretty nice out. So uh, well, this I'm has been happy. the this has been the coldest start to a July that we've had in a long time. So <laughs> oh, okay, never mind that it's it's cooler than usual. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, gotcha. But you said that you have begun to enjoy the weather here, which yes is interesting because you're you always like the heat living in california i do like the heat but you know i like i kind of like the days where you know like the sun you can't see the sun but it's still not like freezing and you can still like walk around Mm -hmm. yeah those are nice as well sweating to death the second you walk outside (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah those are just some interesting washington state facts now yes 
didn't know most of those. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast. To start your trial and choose your book today. All right, next up, we wanted to talk about this woman who is hoping to trade up from a bobby pin up to a house. She, this is just like her quarantine hobby, basically. She's mm-hmm. trying to barter her way up to a house. She is named, uh, her name is Demi Skipper. She's 29. She started the Trade Me Project account on TikTok and on Instagram on May 18th, so just about two months ago, and she has since made 12 trades and amassed 3.3 million following on TikTok alone. Um, She never used TikTok before, um, but she just thought it was a fun hobby. Original idea, yeah. And so she started off with a bobby pin, and -hmm. then she uh, traded... The, that poppy pin for some, some earrings, earrings looks like yeah and the retail value was about you know one cent to ten dollars for that then oh yeah brian has his new ac unit and sometimes he can't close his door all the way so <laughs> there's a few cars zooming by yeah i don't know who is going by right now it's like some <laughs> motorcyclist <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> anyways after that then she traded the earrings for a set of four margarita glasses which she said the retail value is about ten to twenty four dollars then she traded the margarita glasses for a vacuum cleaner, and that retail value is $24 to $60. Then she yep. traded the vacuum She's cleaner. slowly making her way up. <laughs> yeah, vacuum cleaner up for a Bissell, va- or Bissell vacuum to a snowboard, which she estimated retail value is $60 to $95. Then she traded the snowboard for a Apple TV 4K, which is about $95 to $180. So, I mean, getting pretty good. Then she went from Apple TV 4K to Bose noise-canceling headphones, which are $180 to $220. I didn't realize tra- that expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, especially if they're wireless and stuff. Oh, okay. And Bose is, like, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, then she traded those headphones for an Xbox One plus two games plus two controllers and a Kinect sensor bar. So that's two hundred twenty to three hundred twenty dollars. Isn't that crazy? She just just this is halfway through the trade so far that I know. she's made. It's all started with the bobby pit. <laughs> I'd be happy stopping there. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but then she traded the Xbox One set for um, a MacBook Pro from two thousand eleven. So that's she estimated three hundred twenty to four hundred dollars. Like what the heck? She ends up with a laptop from a bobby pin. Then she traded the MacBook Pro 2011 for a Canon camera set, which retails for $400 to $550. Um, So it came with, let's see, like a camera, um, extra battery, looks like two lenses, and a camera grip, and a light. Um, Then after that, she traded for some shoes, some 
off-white Nike blazers, size 9. So that's 550 to $750. She's getting there. <laughs> uh-huh. Then she traded again for some, uh, let's see, some other Nike shoes. I don't, she didn't say what kind they were, but I'm assuming they're better than the last kind. Yeah, and then the <laughs> most recent trade that she's made is for an iPhone 11. So an iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is worth over $1,000. So she said she's, you know, just still has a long way to go until she gets to a house. But yeah, just she's to think get she's... got to at least a car. I'm assuming that's going to be like one of the intermediary trades. <laughs> I, I just don't know who these people are who are just trading, like the bigger items especially, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I don't know if she's like getting like a new item or like a relatively new item, like someone just has like a garage sale and she's like, I'll trade you this for this. And they just really don't want it. Or they just like literally recognize that it's less value and they're just like, eh, I don't need this anymore or something like that. I don't, I don't know. She said that she wakes up, she wakes up um, every day at 6am to look through thousands of different trades. And Mm -hmm. she's just, just trying to look for the best trade that she can get to barter with for the next thing. Um, she got the idea from a TED talk that she listened to while in quarantine about the one red paperclip trading project in 2009, where a Canadian blogger um, eventually got a house in a series of 14 online trades. Just 14 trades to get a house. Yeah, so she's wow. 12. She's 12 trades in currently, and she's at an iPhone 11 Pro, but you know. I think she'll probably get there eventually. I mean, she's doing well so far. In two months, she's gone from a bobby pin to an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, she's basically made about a thousand something dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Now, Ryan, did you want to talk about uh, TikTok more? Because she's been documenting her process on TikTok, but uh, there's been talk about TikTok being banned in the U.S. Oh yeah. So generally, uh, so TikTok was is created is a Chinese company traded by a Chinese Chinese company. And even though their CEO is uh, an American citizen, basically the concern is, uh, you know, if this app, uh, you know, if the Chinese government requested information on the app, you know, like sometimes like in the United States, they can, you know, mm-hmm. basically basically say, you know, you're our product or you're under certain guidelines. We can look up stuff kind of like how people, you know, like try to access iPhones like in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, basically they're like, oh well, you know, this is a Chinese app and they work in China as well. So this might be a security risk for people putting in their information. And that's basically the the premise of them worried about uh, you know, American citizens uh I guess giving away I don't know what kind of information you give away on the app because I'm not on it. But you know, I'm assuming it's like you know, basic I'm not really like, sure. Like, account I'm guessing it would be like cell phone number, like whatever maybe, information maybe is a location needed. thing if it's on. But I don't yeah, know location, that, but... email address, maybe name. I'm not quite sure. Um, yeah. Basically, most of the it's been really popular with Generation Z. Gen yeah. Z has been the primary users of TikTok, and it's because it's a newer platform, it's been easier to go viral and get a lot of views on your videos. And so people have gotten a following and so those people are like freaking out because yeah they've got like careers <laughs> yeah they're like kind of getting set but this you know, happened like, like instagram uh you know careers there's youtube careers and now there's like tiktok 
careers. But I mean, we have to remember that this happened um, a few years ago when Vine was really popular, the uh, platform that had six second videos. Um, that was popular like the end of high school, beginning of college for us mostly, like yeah, 2013, 2014. Yeah, they took they took it down, and that's not in existence anymore. But all of those creators had to figure out how to pivot. And so it'll be interesting to see if the app, if TikTok does get banned in the U.S., how or if some of those people will pivot to becoming, you know, influencers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah, I agree. Well, I hope that it doesn't because I think most people are aware of the information they're giving away. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I just thought that that trade trade up project trade me project you can follow her um to see how she's moving forward but i just think it's so weird how all these trades how she's gotten this far yeah yeah i think yeah i think she has to go through a car somewhere someone's gonna have to like give away like an old used car and just be like okay here's some value (laughs) yeah she said that um when she does she's not sure what she wants to do if she's able to get the house but um she is saying that she might live in the house or she would renovate it and donate it to some cause uh but oh, she said nice. at this point she said um what happens if you don't get the house and she said that's not even in her mind she's in go mode until she gets the house oh she's super focused go mode apparently <laughs> that's funny that's the quote from her at least <laughs> go mode yeah well she's doing great so far so uh good luck Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. Alrighty, so on to our baseball story. So the MLB right now doesn't have like an overarching like system-wide way to address the fact that they don't have fans in their stadiums. Uh, the NBA right now has like a virtual uh, fan type uh, atmosphere. I know they're playing like audio of like people cheering and stuff like that. Um, but some of the teams in the major league baseball, uh, decided to kind of do it, do their own thing. So I'm going to go over a couple of them. Mm-hmm. One would be San Francisco giants and they have, uh, basically a, uh, cutout program where basically cutouts are $49. So, so like basically where, you know, you would be sitting in like the stand, the stadium, they're, the pri- they're priced relative to that. So, like, you know, if you're in the very front, you're going to get and you're technically going to get camera access. <laughs> Your little cutout might be seen on camera. Uh, you know, that might be a little bit more expensive. So, like, there's a fa- foul, ba- foul ball zone cutout that's $129. Like That's for all the games. That's for, you know, all 60 games or however many yeah, home yeah. games. Yeah, so it's not like just per game <laughs> just to get one cutout. That'd be, that'd <laughs> that'd be, be very expensive. expensive. Yeah, so it'd be like 129 to be like the foul area where, you know, a lot of balls go. There's like the general area where, you know, cameras still can be in that area. That's $89. And then like uh, just the rest is just $89 or $49, I should say. 
and that's uh you probably won't see those cutouts because they're like you know either behind you know like you know like off to corners where you know baseballs never get hit really but you know you'll still have a cutout so uh for the oak is basically what you can do is you can take a picture of yourself in a's gear and then it'll be added to a cardboard cutout and then it's authenticated by mlb making sure you know it's you know a legit picture and mm-hmm. then it'll be placed in seats throughout the ballpark. Um, basically, uh, if a foul ball, a cutout gets hit with a foul ball, where you know there's a lot of foul balls, um, the A's are going to send the ball to the fan. Uh, you know, if they hit, if it hits their cutout, I guess. So that's that's pretty cool. Very. Uh, I don't see. I don't think Seattle's doing anything like this just yet. But... My dad mentioned it, but I couldn't find anything about it. Uh, maybe. I, he said that he heard it about it on a podcast, but I'm not sure. Okay, maybe they're thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. if they are thinking about it, I'm totally doing that. I'm totally going to just <laughs> send in a photo <laughs> of my face and be like, you know what? Come on. Because <laughs> I've never caught a, even come close <laughs> to catching a baseball in real life. So maybe if my, my cutout can get hit in the head <laughs> with a baseball, I will be very happy, Mary. Um, do you have any thoughts <laughs> regarding this story? I mean, I think it's a unique way. I also heard that they're going to um, work with, is it EA Sports? I think that makes the um, MLB video games each year. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to use the sound effects from the video games to like pipe it into the stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard that too. That might be for NBA stuff, actually. I think it's for both. But, oh, okay. Well, yeah, then that's pretty funny, actually, because... Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have, you know, I'm pretty sure those sound effects are based off of, like, actual fans. So, uh, you know, it's just not, like, random people cheering. They, like, just, you know, took a recording device at actual stadiums. So it will be uh, somewhat genuine, uh, you know, authentic uh, uh, fan cheering. It'll just be coming from a video game, (laughs) I -hmm. guess. Um, They're also, um, the Mariners are going to do live streams of their team's workouts on their YouTube channel two times a day. Um, Like, you can see views from the bullpen. (laughs) Yeah, it's not exactly the same flavors, like, if people were watching and went to spring training or whatever. But, you know, it's the best we can do at this point. But, um, you know. It's, it's something. It's something. something to keep the fans entertained. And honestly, I really like this cutout idea. I'm going to keep my eyes open for the uh, Seattle one. Well, uh, there's a different thing that you could do for Seattle. You can send your best Mariners cheer by submitting your video um, and be featured on the broadcast in park and on their social media channels. They're going to be encouraging fans to record videos of themselves. And the team will see those, see and hear those clips being as the, they play and warm up and all that to bring the fans' energy into the ballpark each game. And they'll share them on the Mariners' social media as well, which I think That's is pretty good. cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. I hope I get <laughs> someone easy to pronounce. <laughs> so I'll be like, go. I literally don't know anyone on the Mariners right now, so I can't even say someone's name. But <laughs> you know what? This will be the year where I finally figure out who's actually playing on the Mariners. And you know what? They're, they're going to make the playoffs. Apparently, you, you told don't me. Don't jinx uh, it. You told me earlier this this week that they had never made the playoffs. I'm like, what? Really? I'm like, I can understand not winning the whole thing, but even the playoffs, it's 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 this is this is our year, Barry. This is our year. Our I year. Believe. This is your first year living in Seattle, but I'm glad yeah. that you're such a fan. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, I, I we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the ways that um 
sports teams and you know just a lot of companies are trying to engage customers in unique ways innovative ways yeah Yeah. i agree so Uh, lastly we wanted to cover five ways the pandemic is changing fashion and beauty trends we found this article on the washington post and the um subtitle of this is in false eyelashes crocs and khakis out high heels and men's dress shoes (laughs) um I can agree with that. <laughs> so as you know, lots of uh, there's been a long-term shift of clothing, shoes, accessories, what people are trying to are buying or mostly not buying. Um, the longer we stay in the pandemic, the more our relationship with fashion will evolve, according to a fashion psychologist and branding consultant. But here are five main ways that the fashion and beauty industries have already changed during this pandemic. Um, sales of eye makeup are on the rise as Americans are looking f- to express themselves behind face masks. Um, leading all of this is false eyelashes, which average 15% increases in week over week sales in May. Um, mascara sales grew by 11% in the same period and eyebrow products jumped 5% as well. Wait, so makeup's actually going up? Um, just for is. eyebrows and eye makeup and then like, um, lipstick or lip products fell 5% in May because people are wearing face masks. And so ah, it's not as much of a point. <laughs> no yeah. Point. <laughs> um, and they also shifted away from cosmetics to skincare products. Um, those are still doing very well. Um, also high end soaps, home scents and hair color have also risen in the last few months. Ah, that's true. I remember you were looking at uh, one of the Shark Tank soaps where you could like write your name on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think you actually got that, but no, I didn't. I could totally see how, you know, lipstick going down. Nobody needs to see your lips. And, mm-hmm. you know, to compensate for that, people have to draw attention to their eyelashes, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so um, yeah. the next the next trend that has changed. Goodbye. High heels and stiff dress shoes. Um, sales for high heels, loafers, and other dress shoes have been tumbling for many years, but, um, sales for men's and women's dress shoes plunged 70% in March and April. (laughs) Um, wow. 70%. So a footwear analyst, (laughs) a footwear analyst said high heels are way down. The question is whether they'll ever rebound. Of course, some people are like dying to put high heels back on, but some people are saying I'm never going to wear those ever again. But this is the funniest part. Slipper sales doubled in April <laughs> as yes. Americans splurged on higher end options like fur lined Ugg products, Crocs, Crocs, and um, those have become super popular, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, they said treat that your, treat your feet right. <laughs> they said that that trend is likely to continue even as Americans return to work because um, pe- shoe manufacturers have been creating designs with wider and thicker heels, padded insoles, and other athletic touches to add stability and comfort. Well, that's good. They should have done that at the start. (laughs) I know. But I don't think I'll be wearing Crocs to the office, let me just say. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Um, And then a return to basics. Malls are reopening, but we're not going to probably be seeing seasonal trends because money's tighter with, you know, most retailers. Um, It's going to be value so people are going to be stocking up on um plain t-shirts normal jeans they said that um they're just people are only looking for basics because fashion's just not as important this year um jeans joggers and leggings have become the biggest sellers at american eagle 
Um, and lots of brands have been focusing on neutral colors and pushing off seasonal colors to next year because they ah. do, just don't know what's going to happen. I'm a big fan of neutral colors. You know, you got black. your black, gray, and white. <laughs> yep. And then this one has to do more with um, retailers and less with fashion. Shorter hemlines. Mm-hmm. Um Fashion's heading in the opposite directions away from maxi dresses and like long skirts and hemlines are inching shorter, but that's because when business gets bad, you need to make a bold statement to get people to buy something new. And so if they already have closets filled with a certain length of skirt or dress or whatever, then they just have to change the length to try to entice people to buy um, new dresses or new clothes. Well, they can only do that for so long. <laughs> I know, but this is just their first attempt. That's and funny. then lastly, this is just like uh, pretty like common sense, but just even more casual, more casual wear. wear. Been retreating from blazers and ties for years, and so analysts expect to see more athletic wear and casual attire at the office even when the pandemic is over um, just because people realize like, you can get the same work done no matter how you're dressed. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just Maybe thought... there'll be some polo shirt sales. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's somewhat, somewhat casual. Mm-hmm. I just thought the funniest one was that uh, um, slipper sales doubled in April. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Honestly, yeah, that's true. If you got some hardwood floors, you know, you got to gotta keep those feet warm and get some slippers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, we just covered a variety of topics again this week, but just wanted to say uh, happy Sunday, Brian. I know you didn't realize it was Sunday today. Oh my God, babe. it was so <laughs> scary. I Guys, legit, I woke up at 8.30 today. I usually go, I start work at 8, right? Mm-hmm. I woke up at 8.30 and I did not know what day it was. I thought it was Monday. I, I thought I was like literally late and I was like getting ready to like said like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like uh, messages all around. But you know, the second I got out, I'm like, wait. Why is no one else saw it? <laughs> but didn't you say that you've been you had you coded for like twenty minutes before you realized? Yeah, I, I realized. <laughs> yeah, I realized. Yeah, I started coding, and I yeah, because that's basically what I'm doing for my job. And and then I'm like, hey God, there's no one on. <laughs> it was bad, so I did twenty minutes of work when I wasn't supposed to. I guess <laughs> that's funny. But you know what? It's 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 a good thing. I'm just enjoying the fact that it's Sunday, and you know. <laughs> It's not Monday, basically. <laughs> I, I so. thought that several times on, especially Sunday, I wake up and I'm, I have my first uh, I have devotions at 8.30 on Monday for work. Mm-hmm. And um, I've like woken up at like 8.30 or 9 on a Sunday and been like, oh no, especially in quarantine because like all the days kind of run together and right. I'm not like going into the office. And so I'm like, oh. but it's always been Sunday. I've never actually like gotten up and accidentally started working on a Saturday or Sunday like that. Yeah, I literally accidentally started working. (laughs) But you know what? It's okay. Uh, You know, in in response to that, I have like four alarm clocks ready to go for tomorrow, (laughs) making sure that I will be long awake before that moment. I I should have realized that it was Sunday because I have my alarms to only be active on the weekdays. But I guess I just didn't realize it. And, you know, like a lot of anxiety shot through my body. I'm like, oh my God, I'm late for my job. <laughs> but we're good, people. We're good. It's Sunday. Enjoy the sunlight. Enjoy enjoy life. That's a good message, yes, Brian, my, to end on. Yes, that's my message. Yeah. Also, wear, keep wearing masks and staying safe. And we'll talk to you next week.
Bye. Yep, bye.